After a long hiatus, too. How are we Woo! doing today? Yes, sir. What's up? What's up? Doing we good. have one Evelyn Feint. Yes. And one Cusan Mag- uh, McGraw. Yes, one yeah. McGraw. Cusan. Yeah. I don't know why. Karma <laughs> Cusan. Yes. Yeah. What's and up? Guess, guess what, guys? What? We made movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> movie was made. Movie was made. That is the topic of this uh, podcast episode. That's why I took a long time. I apologize to my listener out there. Uh, (laughs) uh, But yeah, I think it was worth it. I think it was worth taking some time off. I think this is going to be a different episode. I just want this to be more casual and kind of chill and a debrief to help process the past few months that we all went together. Um, so both of you have been on before, but just a refresher, um, you guys were both, we all met in Playhouse West, uh, it's an acting school, um, and how long, so Evelyn's still in it, two years fully? Uh, two years and some change, so two and three months. Okay. Yeah. Two years and three months, cool. Yes. And Kusan was there for a year and eight months. If I recall. I think so, like, just about, yeah. Aren't we just, like, good friends like that? Exactly, to the point. <laughs> to uh, the T. Yeah, to yeah. the T. But it was a good class. It was a good experience and everything. But by the end of my eight months there, I realized, and I think you guys understand this as well as anybody, but, like, the class doesn't help you do, like, the industry stuff. It doesn't help you, like, with auditions that much. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, it, hel- it helps with acting, which is, like, the main thing, for sure. Yeah. Um, but, like, production-wise, doesn't really, like, give you a segue into starting working. Mm-hmm. So after the eight months, I kind of figured that out. And I was like, I want to do – I actually want to do stuff. And so then I got headshots, and I was like, I could audition, but then the audition process seemed, like, daunting. I was like, why don't I just do my own thing? And that was when we were on kind of the same wavelength. Like, you were headed out of the class because you kind of wanted to start taking industry stuff serious mm-hmm. as, as well. And so I was like, let's do a short film together. Yeah, that seemed like forever. Ago. It seems like so long ago. Was that April mm-hmm. or May? Yeah, Back it's about. in mm-hmm. spring. Yeah, so uh, we kind of did that. I wrote a script just, like, I had just one scene written out, and I wrote – I just, like, fleshed it out. I was like, we could do this. I can make this in Philly with two people. It's not going to be that big of a deal. Uh, and so we got all hyped up on it. We had some casting ideas. We brought it to a few people, and we brought it to Evelyn, really nervously, by the way. Yes. So, Evelyn, actually, let's give um, – I don't know if we dived super deep into your background with acting, but you, did you do any acting gigs before Playhouse? No. Well, I was in musical theater as part of my dance studio when I was in seventh grade. Oh. Yeah. It was pretty fun. I wasn't very good. Um, then you joined Playhouse West because why? Um, I joined because I had always knew in some strange way. In your heart. In, yeah, sounds frou-frou and <laughs> silly. And it kind of is, but I kind of always knew in some way that I was going to act, I guess. Sure. And when I, prior to, I jo- when I joined, I was, like, working my first job post-college, mm. and it was pretty terrible. So then I literally, on the acting subreddit, which is, like, not even a informative place, yeah. I was like, what's going on here? Yeah. And then... I searched the subreddit for Philadelphia acting schools. I did not even use Google.com. I searched the acting subreddit. Wow. And the first thing that came up was Playhouse West. (laughs) I did no further research. I was just like, oh, it's kind of close by. Okay, I'll go. (laughs) It's like like the first thing that pops up on Google. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because Tony makes us all review in December. But that's what's kind of hooked you up and connected you into the other jobs that you've done. Um. Not really. I mean, I just kind of an audition for stuff. Yeah, because I I don't know. Tell me if this is true. You've been like flown out to do jobs before, right? Yeah. Yeah. How does yeah. how does that happen? Um, I don't know. I well, I think like the best stuff 
that's felt the most momentous has occurred in this year. There also became a time when I was like more of an like I'd been at the school for longer and like had done advanced stuff Mm -hmm. more. And I felt like much more comfortable in my abilities. Not that comfortable, um, but like more. Sure. Where it's like a little confidence. Yeah. And like Mm -hmm. doing auditions and stuff. I think honestly, once I got to Spoon Rivers and Mm. once I started auditioning for stuff around then, then it really started to like like I felt like I could, you know, comfortably do right an audition and like do whatever i need to and get spoon rivers that. just for those who don't know you would be able to explain better than i would you both did spoon rivers actually yeah and i feel the same exa- like exact way about like once we got to spoons it like it makes you work harder like as an actor so, so like, yeah w- what is spoon? um you could probably explain it better than me okay <laughs> um i feel like i'm talking a lot well spoon river is a part of the advanced portion of the curriculum at playhouse west which is Pretty much Meisner training, which is uh, acting method sort of developed by Sandy Meisner. Mm-hmm. And yep. um, so this is the last part of Sandy Meisner's original curriculum, where there is this anthology book written by Edgar Lee Masters in the late 1800s called Spoon River Anthology. And it is a book of poems. And all the poems are... the Poetry? Ty- well, yes. <laughs> but the title of the poems are these people who lived in this fictional town, Spoon River. Mm-hmm. Um, and all these people are dead. And so their poem is like kind of the thing that they say, which is suddenly they all come back from the dead for one day and they can say one last thing. And this is the thing that they say to, you know, some people it's vague or who they're talking to. Some people it's very specific who they're talking to. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it just, I mean, there's, like, a lot of poems, and there's, like, a because it's, like, a, you know, town, pretty much, and right. so there's a lot of different people, and, you know, you get little kernels, some of them are connected, you get little kernels of, like, their life stories and stuff, and, um, it's very, I think, like, monumental, and just, I mean, just, like, as a work of writing and, like, literature itself, it's very sure. monumental, because it's, like, um, it's captured so much of, like, how intense the human experience is where it's like they've been dead they come back and it's like what would be the last thing that you'd say like how would you sum up your right, life after you've lived an entire life yeah exactly yeah. Um, and like you just when when you taking on something like that you can't do it like casually at all right as like tony was like really like honest like when we so were like first as a it. work of art it's like a big monumental thing but as an actor too mm-hmm, exactly because like it forces you to like actually like make choices and really understand like what you're talking about and um it's written in like old english yeah yeah yeah, true exactly but like you have to you have to not portray but like actually like feel like you know what's going on like actually like make the words come to life in a a sense yeah yeah Yeah. so so Mm -hmm. where were you at in the process when you so you had finished spoons basically i was nearing like i was nearing finishing okay nearly finishing and then you just dipped yeah well i i well, I guess I, I'll explain why I left. Um, I left. <laughs> I left because I'm. I like. Obviously, spoons was like kind of sort of the last part of like the Meisner training, mm-hmm. and I felt that um, I got everything I needed out of that specific kind of training. Right. And I also wanted to do more auditioning and make right. more time for myself for that, and be more so of a working actor. Right. But also, um, like learn about like new things and new methods. Because I just don't want to be, like, a one-note kind of actor, you know? Yeah. Try to, like, spread myself out and, like, learn as much as I can to be, you know, the best kind of version. Variety is yeah. the spice of life, after all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yes. but you decided that this was the time. And then, so how did, what was your perspective on the whole short film thing? Well, when you brought it up to me... um, I was automatically, like, down with it because, like, even Tony says, like, you should be, like, working on, like, what, what do you say, like, two, three, five yeah, five to seven. Five to seven. Short five films, seven. A, a, like, a year. Per uh, year. At least. Wow. But, um, yeah, so for that reason, I was already down with that. But when you explained to me um, what you wanted it to be about and, you know, how you wanted to go about it, um, I thought it was, like, kind of special, you know. And that's why I feel like it's good that we took, like, as much time as we needed to with it. Yeah. And, um, you know, it, it really worked out, too. It really, it really worked really out for did. all of us because, like, on set, it was just, 
it was wild, but I feel like we we all grew. Like, definitely, all grew definitely. And I want to like work up to that moment, but yeah. I like kind of the preamble of it, yeah, like yeah, because yeah. there is so much, especially like on my end. Like it's so like uh, on brand for me to just be like, yeah, I'm gonna do it myself. <laughs> like with the yeah. podcast and like stand up is just like I've just learned over the course of my entire life that. Nobody's going to do anything for you. You just got to right. do it all yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. I was also in this place where, like, I knew I was a creative and I have some of these outlets, but, like, I had hit a creative block with it stand-up and then even in the acting class. So I did it for the eight months and it was, like, it just wasn't, like, it was super fulfilling and fun at the time when I was there. But then by the end of it, like I said, it was just, like, I felt like I wasn't growing at a rate that I wanted to do. So I was really just trying to figure out what I wanted like what direction what path I wanted to take and I remembered I had written some scripts back in college just for fun and a scene came to me and it was that scene uh in the first uh first in Rittenhouse Square Park because I had seen uh the uh, Michael Jackson impersonator and he was so bad and I saw him like again it was like after like two years of seeing this guy over and over again I'm like you gotta get better right (laughs) (laughs) but then i like i was just like yeah but he's like out here he's like doing it you know what i mean and Mm -hmm. then it just became like so relatable for me it's like damn i'm kind of like that guy (laughs) it's like i literally am a michael jackson impersonator yeah inside there's no differences whatsoever yeah (laughs) yeah there's michael jackson on the inside right right (laughs) um but i was processing you know being in a new city as well and um you know the whole romantic idea of 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 finding a person in a friend group in a new city and fitting in i think we all want to fit in right Mm -hmm. Uh, but (laughs) it just never plays out the way you want it to and so i was like yeah but what if i romanticize the idea where it does play out the way you want it to yeah yeah um and a scene just kind of came to me like in a dream which is weird but and it didn't even make end up making the final movie but it was the one it like where it it it, i mean most of it did make it in but it was like mainly the adderall scene where Mm. uh or it's like the two characters are like meeting for the first time and he's like kind of hitting on her and i had just like before sunrise was like on my mind like i rewatched the series and i was like that's so fucking good (laughs) uh and they yeah and then it was just like yeah but what if they were degenerates you know what i mean (laughs) it's like if it were me trying to do a before sunrise i would fall asleep you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so it's Mm -hmm. like what if they're both like adderall and like had a whole night together Mm -hmm. or whatever um and that part uh we ended up cutting probably for the best i would think um but yeah so it, it started out with just like okay it's just gonna be two people i got like a camera and i was like i can get like decent mics and i could just film it all by myself and everything and uh, I asked Kusan, and he was like, yeah, dude, let's fucking do it. And I was like, all right, I got a partner in crime. Let's go. Uh, and uh, we did the scene. We went through the script. The first, like, Kusan and I actually had a rendition of it that we went yeah. through before we even sent very it out to early. other people. Yeah, very, very early. Um, and he actually helped. I mean, you, you guys both helped me, right, obviously. But, like, you know, I did, like, just threw it all down on paper. And Kusan and I went through it, mm-hmm. and we were like, I needed a few plot points. So I was like, there needs to be a couple more stops along the way, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, and then so we got to the point where we were like, all right. Like, there was literally a moment where I think it was the beginning of, it was uh, during, what was it, Sips or Taps? What's the one? Sips. Sips. Yeah, Sips. yeah, It was during Sips, and I was like, all right, dude, we're going to do this. I bought a camera. <laughs> I was like, are we going to take this seriously? And you're drunk as hell. <laughs> Yo, I remember this specific day. <laughs> He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got everything ready to go. Like, so, like, are, are you down to do this? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, I like, I really like. I don't know. Like when, when you had asked me, like, like, are you like really, really like sure you want to do this? I was like, yeah. well, okay. Because I know, like, I, like, and like, I was like, yeah, I want to do it. But then when you said that, I was like, okay, this is real. All right. That's what I'm saying. Because I had dropped like. I don't know, it was like a thousand bucks on a camera or mm-hmm. whatever. And I was like, that's a lot of money. Yeah. It's good. Like, I can use that for my podcast if we don't end up doing this. But if I'm going to invest more in this, like, we need to do the thing. So that at that point, yeah. I was like shaking. <laughs> and I was like, are you going to take this seriously too? <laughs> and you were like, yeah, dude, there's a lot going on in my life right now. But like, when the time comes, like, I'm going to be there and I will 100% be in it and like honestly you're you've been my rock through this whole thing (laughs) (laughs) which i appreciate this has been the real love story of the movie yeah true (laughs) yeah Yeah. um 
but yeah, no, it was it was really good. I'm glad that uh, you wanted to. At that moment, you did say yes, even though you were drunk. So, <laughs> and we had a good time that night. Yeah. Anyways, um, where'd you guys go? McGillan's, I think, was the place. Oh. That was that was next. We we were at Jewelry uh, Jewelry yeah. Beer Garden. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was outside. So after that, we were like, all right, we had a few people in mind. Um, mm-hmm. I sent it out to a guy who I was like, oh, we'll get him for sure. He's in our class. He doesn't really do that much work. And then he like read it and sent it back to me. He's like, yeah, you need to cut 95% of the dialogue. <laughs> and in that moment, I like was broken down and I was like, oh, no, this is not going to happen. I suck. Everything is the worst. And at the same time, we had also asked Eva Lynn, who we knew had been flown out to work and like had actually mm-hmm. been on sets before. Eva Lynn is just the best she actor we know. Yeah, I mean, she's really good at class, too. I, I know. it's you're so much Like, to us, though, the people who haven't done anything. <laughs> she's the best. So we were like, are we going to be able to get her? I don't know. Let's ask. Mm-hmm. And so she was like, yeah, I'll read the script. Let's see how it goes. And how did that go for you on your end? Um. Well, I remember you guys asking me because it was after we went to Ramen. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think reading the script is interesting because, like, you know, going in with the knowledge that, like, you know, you guys are novice screenwriters. Right. (laughs) um, (laughs) But you also are obsessed with Before Sunrise. True. So I was like, all right, this is my frame of reference. This is the frame of reference that I have right now. And I thought that there was some pretty interesting stuff of, like, um, like I think your voice is very clear, Steve. Um, Thank you. <laughs> in just, like, what, you know, interests you and, like, what the two people talk about and stuff. And, um, yeah. And so I was like, yeah, I mean, seems pretty interesting and uh, real talky stuff. And for me, I was like, I don't cry, which is awesome. But I did end up crying, actually. Yeah, briefly. Yeah, briefly. Thank God. We can, cu- we can cut out on that. It. Um, <laughs> In post, no crying. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, and it, it was like, I don't know, I guess as a growth thing for me, just being able to do something where I'm just like fun um, because I, as a person, am however <laughs> everything that i act in i'm suffering right hardcore <laughs> yeah 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 um but yeah but uh, i mean i think i could tell that there was still a lot of like work to be done mm-hmm. um but that it wasn't un like there was still a long road ahead of it but if it could that be makes done. sense yeah 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 like it wasn't like what a dumpster fire that it's like not even worth looking at right um which i would also never say or think that but that is not what i thought (laughs) i mean you're Um, entitled to think that if you if it was a natural thought for you no i didn't i didn't yeah um yeah so well and then what was the thought so walk us through the thought process of this because at that moment you sat us down you said yes i'll do it However, I want to be a producer on it. Yes. So. Well, so here's the thing. You came to me, Steve, with a 30-page script in like seven different locations (laughs) all across Philadelphia. And you're like... I have a camera and a dream. And I was like, <laughs> no, the crazy fuck work. you don't. <laughs> I, was like, crazy work. I was like, all right. And I I do too, but I'm not telling people about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it was great that, you know, the the wide-eyed eagerness of you to work and you're, you know, I think you also wanted to be like a thing that was good too yeah. and not just like something like, like that felt very student filmy for better or for worse. Right. So it was a little bit of a learning experience for you and a challenge for you, but it was also because you felt bad for us. That's no, sorry. <laughs> I no, that's not what my intention is to be I, because I did not feel bad for you guys. Okay. Um I'm trying it's just Evelyn is just a very organized person. <laughs> yeah. She's an Jesus and she knew that we would make a mess. <laughs> I didn't know no, I didn't know that. I just I just wanted to make sure that what we were all because you guys seem serious about it. So I was like and I want to be serious about it too. And I've been on good sets and I've been on bad sets. And I was like, if I'm involved in this, I'm not making it a bad set. Right. Because it's miserable for everyone. Everyone has a mm-hmm. terrible time. Like it's a 
fucking budget film like we're asking for people's like volunteer time mm-hmm. and energy it's like we have and it's gonna be like our friends right. we like also have to be nice to them and like maintain the friendships that we have <laughs> right so um yeah and i was like well why not do it and like ask for favors and like try and make it as good as possible because we also weren't working on like a zero dollar budget which was nice Mm -hmm. um so that there's like room to be like okay we can kind of think about this option of like renting a bar or something or yeah and we're not like totally limited by being like we have to get everything super gorilla style or else like we have nothing yeah like there are backups and there are people that we know and yeah so i guess it was also kind of like why not make it try and make it good good and professional looking and even though it's like you know a new experience for a bunch of us like Mm -hmm. why have it be Mm -hmm. a bad new experience when it could be a good one new experience (laughs) yeah (laughs) no true and it was a great experience like all of the things that you said about a bad set it was not that yeah like which was i'm very grateful for that and i do give you a lot of credit because obviously it wouldn't have been (laughs) what it was without you Thanks. But we were a powerhouse. I think we all did it. You know, yeah, for sure. Our, our parts in it. I mean, you guys, like, it wouldn't exist without you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, like, that's <laughs> the first step, you know? Mm-hmm. Not taking the credit. eager eye, the eagerness. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I, like, I think that's... The little boy with the dream. <laughs> no, exactly. Like, I think you need that to be able to keep going. And, right. like, well, I, I mean, I think, th- like, filming is so interesting. And, like, working more behind the scenes like this... Um, not even from like an actor standpoint, but from like a producer standpoint, working with like a director or something is also a new, very different kind of collaboration, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think the relationship is a lot different. And so like, for me, I think one of the biggest things I learned was like, okay, my relationship with Steve is like changing constantly because on one hand, it's like, he's, you know, he, him as like a director, me as like a producer. And then it's like, we go to rehearsal and then it's like that and then it changes from like director to actor and like or like when we're like kind of workshopping the script and i'm like like i feel like when i gave you a lot of notes on the script i wasn't really doing it as an actor Mm -hmm. i was kind of just doing as like this needs to be like the best version that we can get it to be yeah instead of like which in a sense was a script you know you had a writer part right as well yeah you had many different hats yeah a lot of hats i I mean we all wore a bunch of different hats. yeah 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 yeah. 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 which uh speaking of that just by the way this was my first set so i really had no idea what the like what all of the positions were like, the first thing is, like, oh, we're getting uh, Olivia for Crafty. I'm like, what's a Crafty? <laughs> and then I just kind of, and they're, they're like, yeah, we're going to get muffins. And we're going to get, like, trail mix. And I was like, oh, I guess that's a food person, huh? <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, after yeah after you signed on is when things really started to sn- snowball. And I think at that point, you and I, Kusan, also realized that we're like, okay, we got her. We got to make this. Like, yeah, we got to, like, take this real we got seat. the ball rolling. Like, yeah. we met a lot of time before we um they actually shot. Like, even oh, not yeah. not even just rehearsing, but, like, just going over, like, the script. And, like, yeah. making changes where they needed to be made. So that was, like, the yeah. first step. And, like, that was even first step before we, like, gave it to Evo Lynn. We were mm-hmm. like, all right, let's go over the script a few times to make sure it's, like, good. Um, And then, yeah, when she came on, she was like, well, I want to I want to get all these people in on it as well. But if we do that, we need to make sure the script is good yeah. again. So we all went through it, and which is uh, another thing that I've learned, which it doesn't always happen. Um, that's cool is that like you guys have said, it's like first of all, the writer and the director are not always the same person. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they are, mm-hmm. but sometimes they're not. And so the fact that I was the writer and I got to be a director on it, I think helped our case as well as you guys being the producers on it. Um, really helped as well because I knew what the vision was and I knew what the writing like was meant to be mm-hmm. and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but then being able to work directly with you guys as the actors as well to rewrite the script as a writer and a director working with the actors on making the script fit your voices, mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. it was like, you know, key in making it sound as natural as possible. You yeah, know what I mean? For sure. And there's a lot of trust that goes into that. Like, every way like you trusting us and us trusting you as a writer and director yeah and um like even when we were on set shooting there were some times where we were like in public and you couldn't hear us you couldn't hear what was going on so you had to really trust us actually doing the scene yeah um us <laughs> like i'm still making sure, <laughs> making sure the sound is right i know like, 
all that, you had to put a lot of trust in us, and I, I think it, I think it, uh, I think we accomplished, you know, what needed to be done. Yeah, so. yeah, and I, I believe. Wait, you wanted those scenes in different accents, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're all in uh, yeah, the Irish like a, accent, a right? Southern. Oh yeah. I, I got, oh, yeah. <laughs> I did like a Southern, and I did like a Cockney accent. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but I think it's cool because like, you know, you think about like a big budget, like Marvel movie or something like that, where it's like five different writers wrote the script and then director's like, all right, I think I could do this. And then the director just like gives like the actors get it. And then they're all just meet for the first time on the first day on set or whatever it is. So I think it was really cool and like unique and, um, you know, like intense that we all got to be together for the creation of what would become the shooting days you know it all helped that we were already friends before yes yeah yeah, definitely Mm -hmm. and then we got everything and we got the script out and that was another moment of anxiety to like sending it out to other people and we had multiple conversations you came to me just like yeah like should we even like should i even be doing this like i i was like yo like i know it's a lot of pressure but you know it's not just you yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Again, you were my you. rock. That was like, <laughs> there were so many moments because, like, especially like the week before, I think mm-hmm. it was like the Monday before yeah. we started shooting. I like wanted to talk to somebody, and like, I was like, nobody will understand. Like, like my parents wouldn't get it. Like, somebody that has to be involved, like, would get it. So I called up Kusan, and I was just like, dude, like, the amount of money we've already put into it, the amount of money we're going to put into it, and then now. Like, after, uh, that was after we had Jonathan, mm-hmm. like, had him signed on. I, had, like, looked at his work, and then, like, you had that group chat with everybody, and I'm like, if this isn't good, like, <laughs> like we're going to let all of these people and ourselves down, you know what I mean? Like, it was so much anxiety. Mm-hmm. And you saw, I was just like, listen, man, I'm in it, too. I feel like I probably gave you a little bit of anxiety, <laughs> which I didn't mean to do. But, no, no, I'm going to say it's fine. Yeah. Like, and I, it's understandable, too, though, because, like, you want it to be good. So, in a way, it was kind of good that you, like, felt that way about it. Right, and that's what you yeah. said to me. Mm-hmm. Like, the fact that I was worried about it is better than just being like, yeah, you'll be right. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, so, yeah, that definitely helped calm me down. There were so many, like, waves of, like, leading up to it where it was just, like, when it started to be, like, a month and a half out, I was like, nervous about it and then like a month in i'm like yeah i've kind of accepted it like it's good like it'll be mm-hmm. fine and then like a week out, i was down i was like yeah. freaking out and then uh and then work was like picking up my like daytime job mm-hmm. and i was like well at least i get to take pto <laughs> i took pto <laughs> thursday friday and monday yeah. i was like oh i get a long weekend that's cool yeah and it'll mm-hmm. be like something that i want to do um and thursday rolled around had pto and that's when i met jonathan our director of photography so uh, for those of you who don't know, because I didn't know, there are so many positions on set. <laughs> there are so many positions on set, bro. There like, are, yeah. there was like, mm-hmm. I was like, <laughs> even Lynn's laughing because of how stupid it sounds right now. No. But it's facts. It's I was like, uh, like director, art director, yeah. assistant director, mm-hmm. director of photography. So director of photography is a person who holds the camera. Not necessarily. Not always. Sometimes like, if you have a bigger set, it could just be a camera operator. Yeah. Camera operator. Yeah. But they stand and make sure. Yes. What does the cinematographer do? That's the same thing as DP. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. Cool. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. And then, of course, we uh, we hired a sound guy, and that was like a whole roller coaster in it. Shout out Alex. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He luckily Our BFF Alex. No BFF. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was uh, uh, really good in the end as well, having like the live mics and the boom mic and everything. And then art director was just like, make sure set design looks good. Um, yeah, he kind of turned into like a grip as well, helping yeah. with lighting and stuff. Which is a person who stands and grips things. Yeah, I still get confused between grip and gaffer, but I know they're both in the lighting department. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, and then Gaffer, and then, like, but th- that's the other thing, is, like, they, you guys had all so much, like, experience, like, even, even, like, so, you think of a PA on a set, and you're like, oh, they're just a person who's just, like, there to get coffee, or something like that, and, like, like, Annie was, mm-hmm. like, she, like, there was a point where Jonathan was, like, man, I wish I had some, ga- uh, like, gaff tape, and she's, like, oh, I got someone, and just, like, pulled some out for him, I'm like, yo. She's a professional <laughs> she PA, She was man. a professional yeah, PA. She, she had everything, yo. She was the real MVP. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, yeah. dude. She killed it. And so it's, like, being with all of these people and understanding the positions and then being, like, 
oh, I'm the director on this. Like, the first day, we had everything set up, and, like, everybody was ready to go, and Jonathan was like, are you going to say it, dude? And I'm like, say what? He's like, you going to say action? I was like, me? <laughs> I get to say that? <laughs> dude, I felt like a little child. I was like, a schoolgirl, dude. I was, like, so excited. I was like, all right, cool, yeah. And I, and sure. I got to shout it, yeah. And mm-hmm. then uh, that was, like, probably the highlight of the whole thing mm-hmm. for me. Um so yeah, it was a lot of pressure, and uh, I actually talked to somebody afterward who had been on a few sets that I know from New York, and he was just like, "Wow, it must be so interesting to be on a set where the director is like coming on thing, like coming onto the set with like, like the heart of a child, where he's just like, all right, guys, yeah, let's do it, <laughs> you know, because <laughs> usually the director is the one that's like, this is my vision, and mm-hmm. I don't know, has to like kind of be the guy to." I don't know, point people around and the leader and everything, which I wanted to fill those shoes, mm-hmm. um, which I think by the end of it, I started kind of picking it up a little bit. Uh, I wish I'd have known everything I knew on the fourth day that I knew on the first day, but can't have the fourth day without the first day. So how was it? I'm curious for you guys, like after, like, especially Evelyn, because you've been on set before, but you took a lot of the producing aspects of it as well. I mean, you both did, but like when you started acting, like, how much of the other stuff was on your mind? And, like, did, were you able to kind of get into it pretty well? Well, I was very nervous before um, sure. going into it because me and even Lynn, we've been going to the same school for damn near two years, but we never did anything together. Like, maybe, like, a couple exercises. Oh, yeah. Or, like, maybe, like, one, like, short scene, but that was it. So I was nervous about, um, like, how, like, we would work together. Um, but once we, did like, did rehearsals and... You know, we actually got into it and um, actually doing it. I kind of like, like, okay, all right. She's very easy to work with. Great scene partner. She's already like one of the best actors right now. So. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, no, that was like I feel like the like the most like nerve wracking part of it for me. When we were on set doing it, um, I guess like the producers, the producing side, um, I was like worried about certain things before but when like when you call it action it's like okay that that has to like go out the window we have to do this like now because like you know you got to treat this seriously because this is like our baby yeah definitely about for you um yeah i mean i think it helped again that we'd rehearse so much and again kisan's also great to work with and i guess when you film it's like you can't really worry about that they're definitely on the first day oh my god i was <laughs> still worrying about that because yeah. we were down a few people because people you know couldn't be there all the Life time happens. or coming late or da 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 well everyone who you know everyone showed up on time but like people were their call time was later because they couldn't get there until later and because they were giving their free time. So it was like making a schedule was insane trying to figure out where people were going. Yeah, it's where those organization skills come Seriously, that's another part of it that like I'm so fortunate and happy that you were on it for because you literally had like a day-to-day schedule. Not only did you have the Mm day-to-day schedule, but you made the call list as well, which call call sheet, my bad, call sheet which is uh, a thing that they send out to everybody that's going to be on set, Mm -hmm. which has the times of where we're going to be, like the address, phone numbers, whose Mm -hmm. position is where, you know what I mean? Like Nearest hospital. Nearest hospital, (laughs) which I didn't know about. Just in case. Yeah. Yeah. And I also had a first aid kit, but thankfully we didn't really use it, except when Jonathan rolled his ankle. Oh, my God. Doing backflips Because we had it locked and loaded. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Um, But, yeah, like all of that stuff. And then even, like, I didn't know, like, you guys were like, you should do a shot list. That was, like, two weeks before beforehand i was like what is a shot list (laughs) and so this is what a shot list is is you break down every single shot and that's the other thing like i didn't know i know this is probably basic to you guys but like like the clapper like the 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 guy you you see bloopers the slate yeah Yeah. um you see like the the slate like they're called like all right uh you know what circadian dance scene one uh take one right so this is like for people who don't know like a the first shot in any scene or whatever potent is usually like a wide shot of what's going on right and so that's scene one take one you want to make sure the actors get through it okay they got through it in one take awesome then you have to do a close-up shot scene one a and it's like a closer and they have to go through the whole thing again yeah. and like go like and if it's an emotional scene you have to put yourself through that emotion again scene one 
a or scene one b over the shoulder of one character scene one c over the shoulder of the other and they have to do this so many times and it was like like I had no idea. I mean, you know, like you know, like subconsciously, mm-hmm. but you never like like actually seeing it happen. You're like, wow, you have to do this scene fifteen times in a row from all these different angles, and like having a scripty, which is another position. Um, I didn't know. Scripty is the one that like works on continuity as script well. Right? Supervisor? Yeah. Yeah. Script supervisor. Script supervisor. Yeah. Shout out Vanessa. Vanessa was so yeah, good at that. A great script. It's supervisor. like when you every time you move the camera, it's the same scene, mm-hmm. but the shot is a little closer or something. It's like, okay, you need to make oh your hair moved a little bit. Mm-hmm. Or this was in the background. Or you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. all that stuff. Mm-hmm. It was like so overwhelming. And like yeah. the lighting has to be the same every time. Mm-hmm. And that's the other thing. Jonathan like w- again is like I thought focus was the only thing. Then he turns on like a thermal lens on the camera to like catch the warmth mm-hmm. of how lighting looks. It's like yo, so much yeah. goes into production. Like yeah, I once heard, uh, I think it was Seth Rogen on a podcast say like he's like it's just amazing that any movie ever gets made. He's like our goal is like even if it's a shitty movie is like just make shitty movies that don't lose that much money. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it yeah. was there's mm-hmm. so much that can go wrong starting at the script. Starting with rehearsals, on to the days of shooting, and then of course post, which mm-hmm. is where we're at now. Which I also realized after doing everything, I'm like, oh, we only got like fifty percent of the whole project done. <laughs> There's still There's half still of everything left to do. A thing can be made or broken in the edit. Yeah. yeah. Not to scare you, but it's true. <laughs> no, it, it really can. So it's like think about and, and you guys have probably thought about this, but when I talk to people that don't understand it, but it's like, okay, so you have in any given scene, you have all of those shots we were talking about. And you also have um, a lavalier mic, which is one sound file. And then you have a boom mic, which is a different sound file. And so you get all of these files. They're regular files. You know what I mean? They're like C1003 or whatever. Yeah. And they're unnamed. So you give this to an editor. And they have to go through and like label every single one. Find which audio recording goes to every single one. And then... And and there's like so, and match every all of them up. The clapper is perfect for that. But then you have to like fix the sound because there's background noises and shit that go on. And you can like compress it and normalize it. That's one whole thing. And then you have to line it up. You have to make sure like there could be only one or two takes that are good. But it's like which one do you use? And or maybe this one take from this scene works well audio wise. You know what I mean? There's like so many different ways yeah. to line it up. And that's just one scene. You know what I mean? Like the whole. 30 minute movie <laughs> is crazy you know? and then yeah. and then you still have to put soundtrack to it and mm-hmm. sound, design sound design and uh-huh. and then you know coloring which is another thing mm-hmm. i didn't even know about either <sighs> coloring is a thing yeah i mean it's cool because making a movie really is such a team effort and i'm glad that we were able to get a lot of our friends and people we knew and like involved in it um where it's like i mean no one like everyone's learning you Mm. know like you saying this is your first set like you're learning all this stuff for the first time it's like everyone is also kind of learning everything something for the first time too yeah and like you know it's it's not bad to be in that position i don't think i mean that's Um, the position you want to be in right? yeah exactly and like i think we had surrounded ourselves with enough people who had like just enough expertise like i think going in for like sound and jonathan to work on the camera and everything was like a great idea so that way we have like really specific knowledge gaps kind of filled more um and then other stuff people can just kind of learn and be a little bit good at or a little bit better at and just like be solidified in that one area um and just have as many like gaps stopped and filled, but also, you know, like everyone is there is part of this group too. So it's like we're all still trying to like lift each other up and like make sure that this thing happens and like make sure that it gets done. Because yeah. no one, you know, yeah, like great vibes. Like no one thought that they're actually better than anyone else. Like yeah. that's right. not the case. And, and nobody was like goofing off. Like I said, everybody was like serious about you know what was going on. We were goofing we off the whole still time. No, the like, <laughs> like we <laughs> had fun. We had fun, but like when it was time to actually like do it, like like everyone was like 
put in their place. They got in their places, and you know they did what needed to be done. Mm-hmm. We did have fun. Though. <laughs> we had a lot of fun. But when it was time, like actually get down to it, you know, we didn't play. Yeah, well, <laughs> especially on like the last night of shooting when you're on a time limit. And so that's the other thing is like mm-hmm. most shoots are on a time li- mm-hmm. limit, and of course yeah. we did a decent amount of work to make sure that we had a schedule that we were following. But mm-hmm. for the most part, we did it pretty well. We but- mostly like gone through our schedule earlier than we thought i really i mean i don't know scheduling it i was like it could go either way because i know we're not going to get a lot of different shots Mm -hmm. um because it's like pretty simple stuff and we're in public and stuff but the scenes are also long right so it's like you get three shots but the scene itself is like 15 minutes of us (laughs) just walking around yeah um None of the scenes are actually 15 minutes, but right. you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> Felt like it sometimes. Yeah, maybe they'll turn out to be. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> um, well, it's because you did the same, the same scene for half an hour, an hour. Mm-hmm. At, you know what I mean? That's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's quite a bit. Um, what was your favorite part of like the whole experience? Mm. Mm. I think the elevator scene was like so controlled that like, I think that was the second day too, right? Yeah, it was after Jefferson Station. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it was the second day. Jefferson so Station, the most uncontrolled. The most <laughs> uncontrolled. Well, I think Washington was the worst. Oh yeah, that's true. Um, with all the kids running, <laughs> that <laughs> was crazy. crazy yeah, but yeah. I I think that was also kind of when I started to like really understand like my point, like my kind of role in everything to yeah. you know keep everybody quiet on set and like not you know keep the vibe i guess like moving and yeah people can have fun but like you know try to keep it in control like we're talking about but um and you guys also like it's a pretty short scene but you guys like really understood what i wanted to do for that one as well so it was just like kind of perfect and i felt like i was kind of picking things up at that point Mm -hmm. but that was kind of my favorite i mean the whole thing like honestly the four days were probably the best four days of my life but (laughs) yeah (laughs) um but yeah what was yours Probably between Jefferson Station and um the last night at the bar yeah. on the rooftop because that was, like, crazy. We were on, like, a time schedule, yeah. like a time crunch, and we had to get through the scenes, like, not fast, but, like, we had to, like, be on our shit. And I felt like every time that me, even, me and Evelyn did it, it's, like, we kind of did it. I don't want to say perfectly, but like you felt really connected. If I, yeah, it mm. felt like so connected. It was it was like very easy, like speaking to you and like actually going through what we needed to go through. And I felt like that was like kind of like the the best work we did from the whole thing. Even though I feel you know great about the whole thing, but yeah. I feel like that was like damn, that's the one. <laughs> yeah, 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 and yeah. that's. Yeah. That was, like, an important scene for me, so I'm glad you feel that way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's important for the entire movie, right? Yeah, it's, right. like, kind of the turning, emotional turning point. Right. Yeah. yeah, what was your favorite part? I think when we got to, when we were a few hours in Washington Square, which was the first thing that we shot, it was the first day of shooting and the first scene. Um, well, we were scheduled, that was really smart. Um, <laughs> but yeah i think after we'd been there for a few hours and we were getting towards the end of the scene um and at that point i think it was like when we were pretty much wrapped there but we we're like oh we have to get food um because we'd wrapped so early that like our lunch wasn't even ready yet yeah um but other people were starting to come because they'd like got out of film lab or whatnot um, so we had like more of our crew present, right? Even yeah. though they'd missed that first block of shooting or whatever. Um, so when the team kind of came together, yeah, I think that was like the the first con- I, conception of the team in the park, and then it felt like as people kept coming, I was like, the team, the team is here, the team is coming, the team <laughs> is like forming. That scene in Avengers where they're all coming out of the circle, yeah, for <laughs> real. That's what it was. It's like everyone started pulling up their cars. I was like. Oh <laughs> it's like look at all this crafty we have yeah yeah uh yeah no it was a, a wonderful four days so yeah i wanted to to check in with how you guys were emotionally after everything because for me like i said it was like the best four days of my life i had 
after wrapping on the fourth day, I had I finished the last episode of Sopranos for the first time. And I hadn't been like drinking and I had like just a celebratory small glass of bourbon. And it was just like, wow, I fucking, I did the thing. <laughs> and it was like, and it was just like the most amazing night of my life. Mm. And then the next day I had to go to work. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> early, early in the morning. And I like was just like a zombie. But like the rest of that week, I kind of gave myself time to like relax a little bit. Um, and that weekend I did nothing. It was beautiful. I slept like like nine hours each night. Wasn't that just last weekend? Yeah, before Halloween, right? Yes, last weekend. But by the end of it, by Sunday, like the next week was starting. This past week was starting, and I was like, "Shit, what do I, what do I do now?" <laughs> and <laughs> like, life. I yeah, I had started feeling like around this time of year, especially, I do just get like kind of lonely i think like there's some sort of fall winter depression that starts like seasonal setting depression. in yeah seasonal d- depression for melancholy. sure and like there had yeah there had been such a, a hustle and bustle leading up to it that i didn't really get to acknowledge it and so it all kind of smacked me in the face at once so i was like riding this like volatile high and then i just oh. came down again but at it's it's times like those that I actually really appreciate the most because, like, I take steps to, like... So that Sunday, I literally didn't talk to anybody. I listened to some philosopher that I really enjoy, Alan Watts. Kind of, like, made a, a point to, like, recenter myself and, like, work out and, like, clean. And I, like, cleaned my car that weekend and went grocery shopping. Which I hadn't gone grocery shopping for, like, two yeah, weeks yeah, because it was like, crazy. Bro, go grocery shopping. I'm like, just yeah. do it, bro. Just do it. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's a big deal. But yeah, and then um yeah, I still I still kind of feel like I'm in a little bit of a limbo. Like what do I do now? Kind of mm-hmm. thing. Uh but I I started up therapy again today, which is oh, good nice. to like kind of help uh a little bit direction-wise. Um but I think also this, like, you know, while this is so much so much easier than a movie. But like <laughs> setting this up and kind of like, you know, getting the lighting kind of new and like this is new too, you know, mm-hmm. kind of uh recognizing like i had first thought that like going back to you know podcasting and maybe stand up i might come back to that too but in a way it felt like a step back you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like i just did a movie you know what i mean i was a director on a on a movie and it's (laughs) like i should do something like that again but um and i still have a lot of anxiety about like how the final product is going to be of course uh but you know so just like taking the steps to get going again back into regular day-to-day life as yeah. opposed to movie life mm-hmm. uh has just been a big adjustment for me mm-hmm. um how do you guys feel post uh post shooting well i will say like i think we all were just like physically tired oh yeah so i was like very very drained physically but mentally um you know i felt i felt very good how does it go how does the saying go um don't cry because it's over. Smile because it happened. And I'm smiling sure. because it did happen. Live, laugh, love. Yes, yeah. live, laugh, love. No, but seriously, though, like, when we were on set, like, I think I, I told you about this, too. Like, it's moments like this where, like, I really want to, like, cherish it in my life because, like, these moments are fleeting. You know, they don't usually happen all the time. And right. it's special, you know. Um, So we should all, like, when when things like this happen, we should all, like, take a moment and realize what's happening in our lives. and luckily I, I i did that so um yeah i i do feel like really good about it because you know very very special yeah um but uh yeah no i i feel good now i i got my what nine hours of sleep Wait, that's what you said yeah <laughs> like each night. yeah i got yeah. my sleep um i'm well i was good i'm recovering from For <laughs> sure, yeah, weekend from now, but um yeah but now I, f- I feel i feel very good i feel like we set out to do something and we accomplished pretty much well almost everything we don't know how it's gonna look but sure we but accomplished at least that part what we set out to do yeah we uh-huh. did the, the the thing we yeah we definitely did that's sure. like something that i've been calling people and like expressing some of my anxieties and concerns and they're like yeah, you did it though, and that was like the first thing that Eva Lynn said after we wrapped at Block Bar. She was like, "We did it!" Like, like no matter yeah, like, sure. yeah, there's still more to do, but like, mm-hmm. we made the movie. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And uh, 
that's kind of another reason why I think I wanted to do this as well to kind of like help that, you know, help mm-hmm. me sit yeah. in that a little bit. Yeah. Um, but what about you, Evelyn? Um, yeah, I felt pretty good after. I agree, was totally exhausted, but um, it was pretty rejuvenated. I mean, I find being on sets that I like working on to be like very rejuvenating. Mm. And it's like one of my favorite things about acting, which is just like being in a group collaboration and being part of something bigger and, you know, doing this not just as an actor, but, you know, kind of behind the scenes too is in no small part to feeling that feeling. Um, And it was also very rewarding. Like, I remember telling people when I was um, all stressed and talking about this and um, trying to plan out everything about how we were going to get everything together, um, I realized that, like, my reason to do it was kind of different than, like, uh, normally why I, like, find a reason to act or something. But it was, like to take on a bigger role um it was like purely just to challenge myself and like to see that I could do it um and like self-actualization sure um I tr- learned I stole all these words from my finance book that I was also reading at the exact same time <laughs> <laughs> but anyways um but yeah so I felt really good after because I felt the high of like being on set but also felt the high of like having you know, accomplish something with you guys, and um, I think that's, like, a really great feeling, and um, yeah, I do find it helpful to do, like, I started doing this at the beginning of this year, I like, after every set that I'm on, I give myself, like, a little uh, questionnaire in my journal. Mm. Um, I don't remember if you guys are journalers. I think you are. Yeah. Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah, but, like, I have a little set of questions that I always ask myself, kind of like journaling prompts, but they're, like, set specific yeah um Mm -hmm. so i kind of always use that to like can you are we allowed to know what they are yeah yeah it's like um what did you like about the set what did you not like um what did you learn and like what will you take with you going forward right very basic stuff um and you know it's like different for everything and these answers were also different because it's like i was involved in it much differently Mm -hmm. um but yeah, I mean, it's just like, like you said, like another great way to just kind of, you know, cherish the moment and like fact that we did accomplish something, mm. um, which outweighs any, to me at least, outweighs any kind of like anxiety or, you know, being annoyed for one second on, strut, on set or whatever. Like the net of it all is like much more positive and like a very net positive experience Mm -hmm. um which is like the feeling that i will take with me going forward right yeah that's yeah exactly like like you said you sounded like i'm gonna take that like it was the best four days of my life you think i'm gonna let that just like sit and Mm -hmm. forget about it you know hey oh forget about it uh hey Hey, yo i'm walking here i'm walking here uh so what's next for you guys Because I told you, I was like, I guess I just do this again, right? <laughs> uh, and I still got to work on the editing and everything. Whatever God has planned for me, that's what matters. Wow. Amen. Speaking of God's plan, did you see that Blink-182 knocked off Drake <laughs> from the charts, baby? I love that album. I'm sorry, um, Q-Song. I'm sorry about your boy. On to Evelyn. All right, your yeah. opinions. Evelyn, what's your... I know you're moving to New York, but like... Yeah creativity project acting oh oh you know, oh, you know. <laughs> I a lot. no i don't really have it oh, I'm gonna stop. <laughs> so that one comes and hits me um <laughs> let's see yeah the immediate you know project the immediate administrative project god sounds so good already um (laughs) is is moving right and um i and i guess the creative project after that is um decorating my apartment to my liking (laughs) what did you say oh no no i said oh wow i was like you really do love interior design that's well i just really well okay i mean this is like a personal tangent that's not related to film or anything go ahead but as i've yes i will don't worry, guys. I will. Um, <laughs> as I've, you know, prepared for this move and such, um, I have 
come to realize that my external environment plays a very large factor in how I feel on my insides. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. yeah. And I think I always kind of knew this. <laughs> um, wait, are you being sarcastic? No, it's like one of those things that like it, it seems really obvious, but it has to like hit you emotionally. Yeah, yeah I've been through it I before. agree. That's why I think it's funny because it's like, oh, your things that surround you, your life makes impacts your emotions? That's crazy. Yeah, and I think, like, the level is different for everyone. Yeah. But I think it's higher for me. So, and I don't really know a lot about, like, design. Mm. Like, I kind of know what I like things to look like, but I still get pretty confused. Like, in terms of, like, design in general, and, like, I, like, put fashion in that category as well. Yeah. Sorry, this is just, like, a whole... This is about me now. No, 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 yeah. um, but, like, I, I, like I, it's, like, I still think I'm trying to figure it out. Yeah. And, like, I know... I'm, like, I like that, but I don't... Know mm, if it'll play into... Right. And I... What you want to... Right. And I'm, like, but what do I add to... Yeah. So it just seems it's like, a very big behemoth of a thing mm. that I'm trying to figure out slowly but surely so yeah, yeah, yeah that's uh that's my next creative project sure. and then once i get there i guess i'll you know tr- go to classes and kind of connect with a few people and try to figure it out okay. um start from zero <laughs> well yeah. is it from zero I yeah mean, like she, zero. <laughs> she has what she has now yeah. she's gonna carry that with her right yeah mm-hmm. true yeah. Yeah. yeah it sounds like a cat every time you do it Meow. <laughs> okay. On to you. <laughs> this camera. This camera. This camera. This camera. This camera. This camera. Let the people yeah. know what you got going Let on. Let the in your people life. know. Uh, I think like my biggest thing was like I knew that was such a big project that I was gonna need some time to recenter. So yeah, kind of just like especially I I had some new ideas for the podcast. Um, I do like I enjoyed the set so much. And I really want to do more movies, but I know that it won't be nearly as organized and like <laughs> and like beautiful as ours was. So, ours was very beautiful. Yeah, so beautiful. I still feel like I'm in this place of limbo, especially because our the mo- until the movie comes out, which isn't going to be till spring. Mm. Um, is that the timeline? Yeah, yeah, I think okay. so. Premiere in spring, okay. March, yeah. Aprilish, I think, just nice. because yeah. I don't want to rush anybody and. We already rushed so much, you know what I mean? <laughs> I just don't want to stress anybody We out. didn't rush that much. Yeah, no. But it just felt like a lot. Yeah. And so I want this part to be a little easier. And I think springtime sounds like a good time for a release anyways, you know? Um. So, yeah. So I think between then and now, just kind of readapting, figuring out what I'm going to do with the podcast. Um. Maybe if, I, if, if inspiration strikes me like it did the first time, go back to writing a little bit. Um, but yeah, definitely recentering myself. Like, do I even want to do creative stuff anymore? Yes, you do. What? But I think you should ask yourself that question, you know, reassess your values and like, um, really figure out who you are. So that's kind of what I'm going to do. Wow. Seems like a, um, kind of a big unknown, exciting unknown ahead of all of us in terms of creative and personal growth. Yeah. Which I say it out loud. It sounds much scarier. I mean, it's still scary, but I think it's more exciting than scary. I'm yes. mostly just yeah. saying that for myself because I don't believe that. No, either, no, no. You don't, you, you don't <laughs> have to backtrack. You don't have to backpedal on your own self because we agree. But it it is it's 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 nervous. But all even Lynn said like um, anything can happen, right? Yeah. But like this happened too, and this is like very random. Like, who would have thought you're from? Ohio. Yeah. You're from North Jersey. Oof. I'm from I'm from South Central Jersey. <laughs> that doesn't exist. That doesn't exist. You're not even anyways, from there. You're anyways, from South anyways, Jersey. North and South. You I'm from don't South get Jersey. an opinion. Anyways, we're both from Jersey, you know. Yeah. But she lived out in PA. I lived out in Jersey. We all came together. Um that seems like if you were just from the outside looking in, it seems very random, but this all happened and it, I, I'm a big believer in like everything happening for a reason. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate the fact that we all collaborated together. Um, yeah. If, if I would hope to, you know, collaborate in some form again, but even if this is just like the, the one and done kind of thing, I'm glad that we did it. And I'm glad that it was us that did it. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think that actually is a good place to wrap it though (laughs) to wrap it up but yeah thank you guys so much for the whole experience and for coming out tonight yeah and uh, I guess we do a little mic bump and that's the end huh
Thanks so much, guys.